Hello humans, welcome to my podcast for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host Sabrina Victoria and this is episode 95. It is December 29th, Saturday. So statistics are saying that 50% of all marriages in the U.S. end in divorce. So what about those kids attached? Well, Somehow I have successfully come to terms with my son's father, even through some crazy ups and downs. And I thought, what a great topic to cover. So let's cover what to do to keep that relationship between you and your ex up and running in a positive way for the children. Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased, in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all her inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, my gorgeous humans. It is Saturday. It is 10.17 p.m. December 29th, and the year is coming to an end. It is slowly creeping up on us. I cannot tell you how fast, especially when you have children, I think it goes by so fast. I was just going through some old vlogs of mine from a few months ago, and my son just 10 months ago was shorter than me, and in the last 10 months, he is now like four inches taller than me. It is crazy how time is just stolen from us sometimes and how important it is to make sure that you are living in the moment and that you're living in a positive space when it comes to your children and your children's, um, I guess, the other parent, right? I'm talking to men and women here. The other parent um, who is no longer living with you in a separate household and you're sharing your children between two different locations. And especially when this first happens, it can be very traumatizing for everyone involved. But let me tell you from personal experience, I have been through the ringer with my son's father on two separate occasions. Um, when it first happened, um, probably around 13 years ago, and then again when my son's father tried to get full custody of my son, kind of on the down low covertly behind my back, and uh, that just happened four years ago. And quite honestly, I can tell you without a doubt that time heals all wounds. It just does. 
So after the after we split the initial to the first initial time, it took probably about a year or so um, to really kind of move on and patch things up to be in a good place for a few years. And then this last time when it happened again, um, some turbulence within our relationship, uh, again, took about a year or so to patch it up to get to where we are now. But let me say something. It is a true commitment on both sides to make co-parenting a good thing. And you have to remember that you yourself as an adult are no longer in the equation as far as your feelings. Nobody cares about your feelings. Nobody cares about your spouse's feelings. What is most important here is your children's feelings. You have to realize that your child loves both of you. So adding in any extracurricular conversation about things that your spouse did to you or said to you or that has done or that will do or that you know was doing doesn't really matter. Your child does not care. Just like your child didn't care really when you were arguing at home, right? They love you both the same. Now, obviously, there are extreme circumstances where there's, you know, violence going on in the home or something like that. But for the most part, I think most of the time when adults realize that they're just not working together, it's just not going to be a thing. The child loves both of their parents and it's very, very difficult for a child to choose and it is not fair for the child to choose. So you want to make sure that you are doing your best to keep an open dialogue with your ex and to allow your child to see the open dialogue. One of the things that, um, my son's stepmother actually did, which I was very open to, was she started a group chat between myself, my ex, her, and my son, where we exchange pictures or exchange dialogue as far as where we're dropping him, um, you know, any special, uh, I guess, activities that are going on, any special invites that are going on, any... um, changes of plans. And this is amazing because it really allows Elijah to see us as adults working together harmoniously without any weird sarcasm or frustration on either end. And he can see how a actual, you know, mature, separation is supposed to be. And the reason this is so important, not only is it important for obviously the mental stability of your child, but with the divorce rates or the separation rates as high as they are nowadays, the probability of your child going through a divorce or um, going through a separation where a child is involved is very, very high. Now, hopefully you're educating your child so that similar things don't happen or that, you know, they end up with someone that they're going to be with long term. They're not making rash decisions. 
but the probability is kind of high and you want your child to see how a healthy um, breakup or divorce uh, can happen even out of something that's really, really um, detrimental to a relationship and that it can be mended and you can find a healthy spot in your life. Because this isn't the thing. When you're carrying around the burden of your ex on your shoulders 24-7, your children see that it's a burden on your relationship with your child also. And they're going to carry that into their next relationship. And the last thing you want your child to think is to have some sort of anxiety about getting into a relationship or fully committing to someone because they're so nervous or so scared about what could possibly happen in the future and how devastating it could be because he's remembering or she's remembering what it was like for you during your divorce or your separation or how difficult it was for your child to um, to pick or choose or hear nasty things being said about their parents. So you want to make sure that you know you're not you're not doing this for you, right? Now, obviously, it's nice to get to that point. Like I'm at that point now where it feels so good. I am doing it for me. But when you first start, it's very difficult to do it for yourself because you usually don't like the other person like at all. Uh, There's a lot of deep-seated frustration or hate or irritation that's going on. So at that point is what I'm telling you. You have to do it for your child. You have to find peace for your child. And as those feelings start to subside and time starts to kind of take over, then more so you're also doing it for yourself and your future and your, you know, your mental Uh, state of mind. It's very, very important. The other thing you want to do is make sure that the rules in both households are similar. They're not always going to be the same. And pick and choose your battles. Like this was one thing that my mom told me when I was in a relationship is pick and choose your battles. You don't want to be fighting over everything, right? You only have control over so much. This is just going to frustrate your spouse. But make sure that there's some sort of open dialogue between you and your ex as to what uh, bedtime is, what homework is, some sort of a routine and structure that's similar. Um, This way, especially if the child is getting scooted, Uh, back and forth weekly or weekends or whatever it is, you know, consistently. You want to make sure that the the rules are very, very similar. And um, this way the child isn't confused. And they always know that that one of the spouses will enforce the other one. So let's say, you know, um, there was some sort of a discipline that's going on in my household. You want to let the other spouse know like, hey, um, you know, Lily, little Marianne is uh, grounded from her phone for two more days so that your other spouse or your spouse can make sure that he or she is continuing that exact same discipline on for the two days, you know, going into their weekend or their week or whatever it is. Um, This is just 
all about consistency. Children work off of structure, they work off of routine, and they work off of of consistency. You don't want to be confusing your children. Always make sure that things are very similar. They're obviously not going to be identical. Um, Parents even who live with each other who are trying to bring up children have different ways of disciplining, different ways of speaking to their children. So um, obviously this is going to be an issue if you're in separate homes even more so. But do keep an open dialogue as to what's going on this way. The child isn't getting two completely different um, structures from one home to the next. The other thing that you want to do, and one of the things that I was always very grateful with my son's father, is positivity. You want to make sure that you're not speaking disrespectfully about your ex. Now, this was a huge struggle for me, and I'm certain that I probably did fail maybe a handful of times in the duration of, you know, certain things that we were dealing with. However, you know, 98% of the time, I'm always making sure that I am extremely positive. I, I know that my ex also has the same exact viewpoint because I've heard it. You know, when my son was, when we were first going through this and we split, my son would have his dad on speakerphone. His dad was always speaking very, very highly of me, always reminding my son to, you know, listen to your mother. Your mother's very smart. She knows what's going on. You know, um, respect your mother, always speaking very highly of my intellect, of me as an individual, how important it is for him to respect me and to love me. And this has been an ongoing thing for years. And I do the same exact thing with my son. I always speak very highly of his father. And this is the reason why, and this is what is most important. You have to realize that your child is half and half. He is half yours and half your spouses. So when there is any sort of um, comparison between, you know, what they do and what the spouse does, um, they're going to either use that to their advantage or use that to their disadvantage. So, you know, me saying, Hey, you are so smart, just like your father is going to build uh, confidence and build strength mentally for him saying something like, Hey, you're really you know, having issues with math, just like your father or issues with talking back, just like your father or issues with stubbornness, just like your father, that is going to reinforce stubbornness or attitude or bad grades in school, because they're going to use the excuse that, Hey, I'm just like my father. This is the way it's supposed to be. I can't change that. Versus If you say something like, hey, you're smart, just like your father, then when they're getting possibly, you know, their grades are falling to C's or D's, you can say, "Uh -uh 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 uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, see, I'm smart and your father's smart. There's no one in our family that is not smart. There's no reason for you to be getting these grades. They need to come up. You come from a household of two very smart individuals, and we expect you to keep up the same. Do you see that? 
It's very, very easy for your child to falter if they feel as if the other one is faltering and then there's no reason for them to change because they're going to use that as an excuse. But if you take the excuse away from them, and that is one thing that I did with my son at a very, very young age, continue to embrace the fact that you're both strong you're both gorgeous, you're both brilliant and intelligent and well-spoken and great communication skills and uh, hilarious and funny. Bring out the positive things. This way, this reinforces good attitudes and anytime your child is putting up any sort of front or frustration or um, you know, lack of patience or bad grades, You can literally take the both of you and say, hey, listen, this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable because you come from two brilliant people. And whether it's true or not true, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It matters what you say out loud. So you can think your spouse is a total ditz, um, you know, not smart, not brilliant, an idiot. It doesn't matter. What matters is what you're telling your child. Whatever you decide to reinforce with your child is exactly what he will believe. The other thing you want to do is make sure that you have boundaries, right? You want consistency regardless of which parent they're with at any given time right? You want to make sure that there's behavioral guidelines. So if, you know, they're getting A's on tests when they're with you, you want to make sure they're getting A's on tests when they're with your spouse. Same difference. So if you're doing a ton of homework after school, the spouse needs to be doing a ton of homework after school so that there's consistency with the grades. All right. The other thing you want to do is you know, realize that co-parenting is going to be a challenge. There's going to be slippery slopes. There's going to be arguments. There's going to be times your spouse pisses you off or makes you angry or says the wrong thing, or you want to roll your eyes or punch them in the face or whatever it is. But this is for the child. You have to be aware that children will frequently test the boundaries and test the rules, especially if there's a chance to get something out of you. They will um, kind of put one against the other. That is totally normal. And you need to be able to keep an open dialogue between you and your spouse in order to nip that in the butt right away and make sure that your child is in the middle of the conversation so they know that they are not able to do that to either one of you. Make sure that you're updating your spouse um, as often as possible with grades or any behavioral issues. That way your child um, can get the same exact, I guess, I don't want to say speech or lectures, but similar uh, conversations or similar vocabulary is being used in both homes. Again, this is great for structure and great for making sure that 
similar rules are being uh, held to or certain standards are being held to in both households. So listen, um, let me know what you what you do as a parent. For those of you that are maybe going through a divorce, for those of you that are struggling with this, maybe something changed, maybe something altered. Um, for those of you that are maybe heading into divorce and you're super worried about your children, or those of you who are on the other side like me, where you went through the tough patch, you came out on the other side, a super healthy relationship has come out of it. Your children are benefiting tenfold from it. Listen, we all have to work together when it comes to the generations to come. And our children are the generations to come. So those of you that have good experiences like myself with this, who maybe came out of a fire uh, of just awfulness and are on the other end, please um, you know, leave a comment and let people know that uh, you know, there is hope and there are things, uh, these things and anything else you can think of that I missed that can help you really get through this time and really uh, get it so that your child is not being, in a way, being punished for you and your spouse's breakup. So keep that in mind. Um, reach out to me. Let me know. Those of you who are dealing with any issues, those of you who have any questions about my story, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm My main social media is on sabrinavictoria.com. If you visit my website, all of my social media is on there. Whatever you feel most comfortable with as far as communicating, reach out to me. I am available to you. So thanks so much for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud under Sabrina Victoria. And like I said, I'm also under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy passion, healthy passion filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I'm always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Mwah. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit SabrinaVictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.